Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliet. Today we'll be reviewing Wolf Rain, the 18th book in Nalini Singh's Side Changeling series. Yes, I said 18th. <laughs> but before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, you can follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom and join our closed Facebook group, The Spoon Zone. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon where we have extra content including exclusive episodes episodes and give away free stickers books and bookmarks special shout out to all the patrons we love you thank you so much for yes, supporting thank us you. thank you so much all righty juliet i thought we could make today's chit chat about the side changeling world because i love it that much that i need to talk more about it before yeah. we even get into this yeah book. <laughs> i'm perfectly fine with that i have a question for you okay what characters have we not seen in these 18 installments of this series, side mm. characters, that you want to see get an HEA? Hmm. Well, okay. So there's one, and we've had this conversation before, because this is one I'm still waiting on, and I still want, even though I read the book for the first time years and years and years ago. Um, but Kit, who is a part yes. of... Um, is it he's with Dark River, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Kids mm -hmm. in Dark River's pack, but he is also friends with Sienna. And during um, her book, her and Hawk's book, Kiss of Snow, he played an integral part in basically pushing Hawk <laughs> towards Sienna by making him jealous in certain scenes. Oh my to a T. God. I loved Kit. Like loved him. And um and we see him in other books as well just like and like you had mentioned before one time we talked about it you said that um he's supposed to be an alpha. Like it's predicted that he'll be mm -hmm. an alpha of his own pack. He has like one. that future air like I guess. Right. Alphas can sense like other Yes. Alphas, they have like that energy and Lucas is like, yeah, yes. one day it, Kit's going to um, leave. And his personality reminds me a little of Drew's. It's like charming and yes. mischievous and Yes, you know, I love Drew. Me. We need to do an episode on Drew. I don't know why we haven't done one on Drew. Like I love oh, him. We have to now. I love him. Yeah. So we're going to go back to the back to another one of our favorites. But I just always wanted Kit. Like I'm ready for next gen. I'm ready for next I gen. Totally agree. I yeah, I'm I'm just ready. I agree. And another um next gen, they're actually kind of a couple, so maybe they would work better in anthology, but Ty and Evie, Evie is best friends with Sienna and Ty is yeah. kind of like Judd's protege and they are mm -hmm. a couple. They're dating, but they don't have the mating bond. So, yeah. I don't know. I'd like a little at least a little short story to see them like get there, to, you right, know, to finally that final to yes, for that bond to take bridge. place. Absolutely. Exactly. So I like them. You know what? Another couple. I think it's kind of funny. You might yeah. laugh at me. I think they would be good in anthology. I want to see Nikita and Anthony, okay? <laughs> because there's some sexual tension going on. Absolutely. We all know it. It's those, been mentioned. Yeah. Those two sides want each other. I'm sorry. They just do. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I need them. I need them. So yeah. I'm, and, I'm down with that. Is there any other side characters that you'd like to see i can't think of any offhand i mean i'm always uh oh in this one matthias matthias mm. 
Oh my yes, god! Yes, he's the last snow dancer lieutenant that is not mated. Yeah, and his wolf is like this big burly black wolf. He sounds like sort of scary, you know. He's like a mountain. Yeah, like the largest man, and um, I could climb him like a tree. I love him yes, in Drew's baby. book, in Drew and Indigo's book. It's great. He plays. I, I just like him. But yeah. it's kind of teased that he and Nell have something going on. She's like not mm-hmm. receptive right now, but she's <laughs> which is always the best. <laughs> it is the best. So I would like a Matthias and Nell book. Yeah. yeah. Nalini Singh. I'm, I'm requesting that. this. 100%. <laughs> We're here for it. I have a couple more that I can think of of the top okay. of my head. I do like Lucy, who's the nurse that helps Laura a lot. Oh, um, yeah. She's cute. She's nice yeah. and sweet. And she does appear briefly in this book, Helping Memory, our main mm-hmm. character. Um I also want to see Alice. That one has to be coming. I mean, yeah. Alice needs her own book, period. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. I just don't know who you would put her with, but I'd totally I trust Eleni Singh. Like, I know. I'm pretty much here for anything that she puts on paper. But yeah. um, <laughs> I love this side changing world so much. And I just feel so good back in Dark River territory, back in the OG, you know, areas that I love that, I where I first why, fell in love with the series, you know? Yeah, I think that's why this was one of my favorite ones in recent memory of like the later, you know, additions um, to the series. This is my favorite one because it's almost nostalgic in the way that we're like back in OG territory with the OG Dark River and Snowdancer territory. I just love being and like seeing all my favorites. I just, it's just, it feels good to be home in a way. Yes, exactly. I feel like we've come home. (laughs) Yes. Um, So yeah, this has definitely been one of my favorite ones. This is one of my favorite books of 2019. I mentioned it in our, you know, best of episodes, but yeah. So I just absolutely love this book and let's start talking about it, like transition, Mm -hmm. talking about the characters before we dive in. So A lot of things are happening in the Psy network. Um, The Psy net is kind of collapsing. Mm -hmm. It needs a lot of things to survive. So since they didn't have any empaths in the net for so long, whenever they were under silence, it was basically, you know, becoming a hostile environment and um, slowly breaking down. And now that empaths are awake and using their abilities again it's becoming a little bit more stable but it's still not enough to keep it all intact and slowly they discovered that they needed you know not only do do psi need empaths but they also need connections to the other races of the world they need connections emotional connections with changelings they need emotional connections with humans they need Mm -hmm. to form bonds with these people to be able to stabilize the network so that's kind of going on in the background it's an ongoing journey i really love the way that nalini singh in every single installment she adds something new and interesting which is insane because it's been 18 books but every single time something interesting happens and something very interesting happens at the end of this book we'll talk about it later but um before we dive into the spoiler section i'm going to talk a little bit about our main characters and then we'll go to the spoiler section so first we have memory who is probably (laughs) one of my favorite female leads that um yeah. Nalini Singh has created. Yeah. She definitely goes up there. I love yeah. her. Her attitude is amazing, which is she's that sweet, strong type, which I love. You know, she is so she's a fighter. She was mm-hmm. abducted whenever she was young. 
by one of the psychopaths of the net. <gasps> and she comes out swinging. Whenever Alexi, who is our hero, discovers her in Snowdancer territory, she does not behave like the typical sigh who hasn't really like dealt with their emotions before. She is just phenomenal. She's amazing. She's ready to get back at this guy who held her captive for years and years and years. And then Alexi is kind of like in a dark place. And I find that the way that he's able to focus on memory and what she's going through really helps him through that. And plus he's just so attracted to like her fiery nature that he just like, yes, I love this. Like, yes. this is awesome. Even though he's, you know, we'll talk about why later, but he's just like, no, I can't. So yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite because he's like broody about it. And so exactly. I like a broody hero. Absolutely. I like a broody hero. A broody wolf, a broody wolf, wolf even better. <laughs> yeah. Even better. So it. I can't say too much more without being spoilery. If you've not read this book, please go grab it and then come back and chat with us. All right, guys, we're in the spoiler section. I'm so excited to talk about this book. I've been waiting for a long time. Mm -hmm. And Juliet, kick us off and tell us what Alexi's doing right now. Yes. Okay, so in the beginning, Alexi is on patrol, but we have a lot of um, internal monologue. He's he's hurting. He's in pain because it's the one-year anniversary of his brother's death by execution. And what we discover is that there's almost like a family curse like a genetic curse or something where Mm -hmm. after the males mate they go rogue which in this term means they basically go mad with rage and turn and kill their mate and would kill anyone it's sort of like this murderous rage that takes them over right so they have to be killed so his brother this happened to his brother a year ago where he killed his own mate and it was supposed to be alexi that killed him but hawk in, ends up intervening and basically yes. doing the mercy kill himself and um so it's so sad because a lot of the times i love the way nalini's seeing will interject like conversations he's had with his brother or just like my brother yes. would say this at this time and we hear it's his so voice sad because it's he's so missing sad. his big brother and yes. before he became this unrecognizable yes. you know thing that mm-hmm. was no longer his brother like they right. had such a close relationship and so it's very devastating for alexi and also just the thought of you know if alexi ever mates and he will probably yeah. go mad because it been in the family for so long like they're making those connections that it's after you know the mating bond takes hold that they start experiencing these changes over the years and so it's like has to be a heavy weight on him like so mm-hmm. lonely you know and so i really feel for him i like <laughs> yeah i know out to I him. know and so we the romantic conflict immediately we know what it is <laughs> yes exactly like, I can never love. It's I the romantic conflict. Have the mating bond. Like, yes, you will. You have to. Um, don't worry. This is a romance, Alexi. You just don't know you're in it. Delaney's exactly. <laughs> going to take care of it. Just hang tight. Yeah. Um, so, and so as he's patrolling and he's having like these memories and this grief, suddenly he's hit with like sharp, sharp, like uh, pain on the psychic level. And we know that's a side changeling that's um, either targeting him has, or, you know, unmistakenly, you know, let out some sort of like psychic charge that's hitting him because they do have not very far from here. 
like a side training camp for empaths, you know, and for ease. Yes. So he's like that could, it could be, cause it's definitely an E they're the ones who hit with emotion, you know? Right. Um, so that's where he's kind of like, wait, where's this coming from? And they're in this sort of deserted territory, you know, where no one goes, where a lot of tragedy has happened in this area. So no one really goes there. So you want to tell yeah, us what's happened? Pretty, it's, it's pretty deserted where he's patrolling. And since he can recognize, since he's, you know, spent his time patrolling in that E, you know, yeah. territory where they're training them and protecting them, he recognizes this and he's able to kind of follow that just like echo of grief. And he finds this trap door hidden in the mountain, which is kind of like a leftover from decades ago, whenever Snow Dancer wasn't as strong and they infiltrated Snow Dancer territory, kidnapped um, some of the changelings to experiment on to see if they can like break up the bonds of changeling and pack to see if they can like destabilize them in their whole goal was to become like the only power in the world. Mm -hmm. And if the changeling packs were too strong, that was a problem. And one of the people who was captured is actually Hawk, who is the current alpha of Snow Dancer, right. his father, which is very sad. Yeah. He died as a result of all that. So it's like just this painful area. Nobody likes going here. I love that you were talking about the sort of like how when other people come there, they feel like this place is haunted. Like there's ghosts yes. that linger here. And you know what I thought? I was like, I wonder if even then they were sensing the grief of memory locked in that bunker you know i thought the same thing it's like they were they, were they feeling like their creepy feelings down to the fact that this you know spot of the territory right held bad memories but there's the ironically sad, sad. actually holding a woman named memory in a mountain oh, how poetic thing. how so, do we do this in the i know it's amazing all right so tell them about the bunker so yes alexi can tell that nobody's accessed this bunker physically because you know everything looks old and it's rusted whatever so he breaks in and um he knows he's like there has to be a teleport capable sigh able to access this because that's the only way mm -hmm. um they would be able to access the bunker without opening the door he walks in and there's this like you know small space that Definitely is old. The like appliances and everything are like dated. Um, and there's this woman who is cradling her cat. <laughs> who died. It is the saddest is thing. The saddest. Okay, <laughs> this is memory, and memory is lost in grief because her pet jitterbug, jitterbug. has just died from old age. Yes, um, yes. and but it's so we have to mention the fact that she's been captured and been isolated and Jitterbug was like her only friend. Right. Her only, the only other know. contact she's had is with her captor, you know, who is yes. cool and uses her and abuses her. Um, and right. we'll get to that in a minute. But so her only um, emotional caring attachment was the cat. And, um, it just the grief, the grief that she feels. No, she's not even like aware of Alexi, who's just yeah, entered no. the room. Like she's not even paying him any attention. <laughs> There's a wolf shifter in the room, and she has no clue. She's just not even she doesn't react until he 
literally crouches down and says, is a teleport sigh able to lock onto your face? Because they're different yeah. levels. Right. And if they can just teleport to a place because they have a picture of the place, then that's one thing. But if he can lock onto memory's face and then teleport to where every memory is, then that's something entirely different. So Alexi's right. like operating on like, you know, he's a lieutenant. So he's one of the top dogs in, um, no pun intended, in Snow, Snow Dancer. So he's making sure that he's not going to bring this unknown factor like back to the den or anything. Anything. I love how instinctually he knows how to not handle her, but he knows what gets under her skin because he's like, hey, if you want to escape, like you have to get moving. And she doesn't respond because she's just kind of like almost at the point where she's almost lost the will to live yeah. for herself. Yeah. But whenever he says, if you stay, so will your pet, like your pet will yeah. never be able to like and so like that jolts her and like so she has so much empathy for like the people that she loves we can already see that she forms like right. a strong bond. and he and he definitely he definitely um understands the importance like he he pretty he reads the room literally really quickly yeah. like oh yeah he's been in a cage she's been locked in here this has been her only friend and, and, and he's dead you know and yeah. so and he gains her trust by saying look we're going to take him with us. Like he helps her wrap um, the cat in the blanket that she had, you know, yes. we learned later had knit for him, you know, while she was underground yes. with him. And, um, and then that's, that's why she trusts him because he's caring mm-hmm. for Jitterbug. Like, let's go take him exactly. and, and take him. And yes. so the first thing they do is they go and bury Jitterbug a little ways away, you know, and he gives mm-hmm. her a little bit of time to mourn, but he's like quickly, like, we got to get out of here. Like he doesn't yeah. want. Move. Yeah, yeah, because he, he knows it's got to be a teleporter that's obviously been taking her in yeah, and they out have of there. To get out the area, they have to get her to safety. And right. I also really like because Alexi's like, I can carry you. She's obviously um, been not malnourished, but she's not at her peak. Um, and right. I really love how she just like gives him a glare, and she's like, like no, basically, but- I'm running by myself. Like I can do it. Yeah, and so <laughs> immediately. Immediately, we know that she's a force to be reckoned with because she's not this, like, you know, wilting wallflower. She's not fragile. She's not going to crack at the first sign of, like, strain. And that's one of the reasons why I super love memory (laughs) because she's so much – she's such a different type of – sigh that we encounter in these types mm-hmm. of situations it's yeah. is not like really lived outside the bounds of you know silence um in like a normal capacity and so i just really love the way that she comes out swing and she just does not quit and i just really love it so this is the first time because alexi tells her you know oh you're an e like i could hear mm-hmm. you loud and clear and at the point where they finally get um, Hawk over to meet Memory and like apprise him of the situation, and they're like, "We need to get Sock over here, whatever." And they're telling her that she's an E, but she just like, "No, yeah. there's no way that I'm." And yeah, I love in, in her head. It's so sad because she's like, "They're they think I'm an E, but there's that's not what I am. That's not what you know. I, I don't heal people. I don't help people. You know." Yes, and she's like rejecting those terms in relation mm-hmm. to herself because she considers herself the psychopath whisperer. There's yeah. these words. So we're like not exactly sure like what's been going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. One of the things that we like discover later that her captor, Renault, 
um, honed in on her because there's this very weird effect that she has on a psychopath like mm-hmm. Renault, somebody who literally is incapable of feeling emotion. Mm-hmm. Whenever they touch memory, they're able to like understand emotion. Like they almost yeah. like feed off of her, her right. energy and they're uh, able to understand emotion to the point where it makes them more effective at manipulating other people. Mm-hmm. And since he closet serial killer it makes him more effective in like gaining people's trust and so yes and the sad thing is we learned that he figured this out when he was stalking to kill her mother and they came in together when he went to kill her mother he also touched her and he got that like jolt of whatever it is he calls it like when the a transfer of the energy yeah And that's when he just like immediately clung to her. Like she's like a drug to him. Literally, he's addicted to what she gives him. Right. It it does have like a drugging effect and we'll get um, actually once memory is pretty much cleared, she's not this, you know, pretender. Um, They're pretty much testing out like what kind of effect does she have on people? Oh, we have this person who is unable to feel emotion. That's part of Dark River, the leopard changelings in the area. So let's go do an experiment with Amara. So Amara is the twin sister of one of our heroines in like the OG books. And whenever Memory does her experiment with Amara, who she is not violent she's very cerebral though Mm -hmm. um and scientific so she wants to participate because this is her jam she's like yes let's see what happens (laughs) she was really funny (laughs) is i like amara unintentionally funny she was wouldn't mind a book about amara i don't know i just feel like nalini singh could do her justice she's not he's not fully functional at this time but i don't know maybe there's some way to unlock some you know deeper emotion in amara yeah speaking of which she touches memory and the same like drugging effect happens yes. to the point where like amara doesn't want to like go of memory mm-hmm. because she's just like i love this feeling like this is amazing and she even tells memory once they get amara off of her mm-hmm. says she's like i own you and like that's yes. the same reaction that her captor Renault had to her and Alexi's immediate reaction is like growling like now he understands what why she was kidnapped and what kind of impact she has on the very unfeeling sigh you know what I'm saying the ones that's who are so detached Yes, yes. And so she has contact with uh, Amara. Amara is able to, she says, I'm able to understand emotions. And now I suddenly understand that I love my sister. Like, yes, this I this affection that I feel for you, it's love. I get it. But they're questioning her, like, what does it make you feel? Like, do you have emotions now? And she's like, not really. I just can recognize emotions. And I know that since you love me, you would never kill me no matter what I do, basically. Right. And it makes me have the upper hand. So it makes them more effective in manipulation and killing if that's what they are. And so, yeah, now this is like reinforcing something in memory that she's that she's evil, right? And I think that's the right. thing about memory is that she also has all of this guilt. Like his actions, you know, or her 
power or whatever allowed him to catch them easier. And so she feels guilt for help basically helping him though. She didn't want to, you know, catch and kill these other girls. Exactly. Exactly. And she wants to find him and bring him to justice. And so that's, she has the name. She tells him the name and she's like David Renault. Like on paper, it's said that David had, um, adopted her but she was like that is not true my last name is not Renault. it's avon rose and she's like he will not take that for me and i just love memory because she's so fucking strong but mm-hmm. um sasha like you're wide open like you should have been able to block amara and so one of the things that sai have are these shields around their minds that protect them and sasha is like an expert on shield building at this point. She had to be as an E to protect herself whenever she was in the sign network. So now she's going to work with memory. Um, she helps her build a basic shield, like right then, but she's like, I'm going to visit you because now that um, it's confirmed that memory is an E she's going to live in the E like compound that they have specifically designed for training E's. It's in the middle of snow dancer and dark river territory. And it's patrolled by arrows, which arrows were like, Pretty much like the Navy SEALs. Yes, I love the arrows. They're so badass. Yeah. (laughs) They were through insane training since they were young. It was abusive. And so now they've taken control of it now that they have, you know, overthrown all of the evil people in charge. And so now they're they're the protectors of of the campus. I love it. It's so perfect. It is so perfect. It's like how, what justice, you know? I just love it. Yes. So I really like it, the interactions that she has at the Mm -hmm. E-Compound. So Alexi gets there and they have had this like insane (laughs) bond from the beginning. Like memory's been very in tune with like his mood, like knows that he's hurting and he's felt very protective and they also have this like banter where like if she gets really down about herself he's always like pushing her and prodding her and teasing her trying to get a reaction out of her to like make her fiery side come out mm-hmm. he calls her like a little lioness and stuff yeah. and so he's doing it on purpose <laughs> in a very playful mood but like mm-hmm. he drops her off at the e compound and basically he's like okay like it's my time like i need to like go away but like it's so magnetic to the point where like she's even being not the aggressor but she's being um forward in she wants to kiss him and yes. this is like insane to me because you know size normally don't behave this way mm-hmm. you know once they once they discover all of the emotion that they're able to feel or whatever and i guess it's a special circumstances because she never really had silence super enforced on her mm-hmm. she was just kind of left own devices but still she should have been a lot more weakened character with no interaction from other people but she's not and she's like i know what i want and i'm attracted to alexi so she wants to kiss him and they mm-hmm. do he like allows himself that much but he also but just kind of like yeah her way and like escorts her to her cabin being like she invites him inside and he's like no no you need to like make friends and forget about me like maybe you'll see me around but probably not yeah. and memory is knows what he's doing and calls him a chicken <laughs> i love this in the middle of the night he drops off these sparkly sequin sneakers oh yeah and That's she's like oh yes. oh yes like <laughs> he wants he wants to um 
like I guess she's not thinking like courting, but she's just like, oh, he's like showing it interest in me. Yeah. And then whenever she like, pretty much confronts him about it, just being like, you know, basically she's excited about like the possibility of them. He tells her, "You need to go find a nice sigh or a human." And her response is so perfect though, too, because she goes, "You know what? I think I will." Like she He's doesn't so even perfect. try to argue. Be like that. Yeah. She's like, "You're gonna be like that? Fine, I will." Like I'm not wasting my time on you. If you want me to go find somebody else, I'm gonna go find somebody else. Yeah. And it's, I love it. I do too. Obviously, she doesn't want to, but no. she's also just not going to let him. But also, you know, like Alexi sending the gifts of the food and stuff, knowing well, like the happens. foods. Like, then stop. so he cannot stop. That's right. Whenever it starts, her food because she starts talking to people around the side compound. She makes and then she friends starts with giving away the food that he gives her. <laughs> Which I love. Yes. <laughs> she befriends this arrow in particular, Yuri, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just a friendship. Like she even says, she's just like, you know, I like being around Yuri. He's a calming yeah. presence. And, you know, I just like the conversations that we have. But she's trying to give away all the treats that <laughs> he's dropping off for her. And they all know. know. It's just so funny. At, at first, they would take it, but then right. they start writing minute to yes. like make sure that everyone's like this like, is for memory do not take it <laughs> and they would be like mm, i don't want to fight with you know um a wolf thanks you know <laughs> it's just so good it's just it's such a playful i just love the way that these changelings court you know their love interests it's just so yeah, fun and exciting i know it, i do i love the wolf um shifter like court romances or whatever it's just hilarious they always always end up like this it reminds me a little bit of hawk and sienna this one mm-hmm. <laughs> but i love it because she explains to sasha like you know he thinks i'm fragile like he he's he's you know pushing me away right. and sasha's like you know i have to i did tell him you know to give you space to like basically become your own person like don't yeah don't take advantage of like you're the first person that she saw whenever you liberated her, but she stands up to Sasha. She's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a duckling to like imprint on the first man I see. Like, right. I know what I want. She's like, you know, and she's like, I'm not doubting you because she tells memory. She's like, you're one of the strongest personalities I've ever come across. And she talks about how mm-hmm. she shines. And I'm like, yes, this is how I feel about memory. Like, right. this is the reaction as a reader that I had to memory. I was Definitely. just like, damn, this I'm like this character um, is just like amazing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would be broken after experiencing mm-hmm. what she yes. had. But she wasn't at all, you know. No, and, she and I- definitely skip the you know trauma phase and is more in the revenge phase. Yeah, and just like I'm ready to live my life phase. Right. So another uh, thing that Nalini Singh does so well is she introduces. Okay, so we know. We have the captor whose name is Renault. He is the um, chief villain. But she inserts another mystery character in point of view where he's. I do too. I love it. We don't know who he is. We All we know is he is Sai and a businessman. Um, and he's slipping into madness. He's being lured. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like the net is like sort of telling him to do these things it's almost like you know these psychotic episodes he has that he blacks out during the moments that they occur yeah, where he basically like goes state 
where he yes. doesn't have memory of what right. he's doing during right. them. Right. And so one of these episodes occurs when, and he basically forces other people to kill um, empath size. Like, I don't know why, like, this is what's been going on. So there's the an thing attack. about it is, is he's experiencing these weird fluctuations in power and he feels like he's out of control. And there's this voice that tells him that the empaths are to blame. And so the empaths become a target. But whenever he's like coherent, he knows it's like wrong. And this is stupid. It's foolhardy because, you know, the arrows protect the empaths. And, you know, right. Caleb Krychek, who's basically the leader of the net, he's a dual cardinal. He's the most powerful man on the planet, um, right. you know, protects them. And he knows it's stupid to go after them. But whenever he's in these fugue states, he's not thinking. He's like just operating on this really weird base instinct that's very, very strange and very mm -hmm. cool. I just love it. Yeah, it is. And so we have, you know, every now and then we'll get like a point of view where he's showing up somewhere doing something. So the the first attack um, he has, though, on the compound is with the arrows who are there to protect the size. Suddenly they start turning on the ease. And some of them you can t see they are trying to fight this um, power that's forcing them to do this, you know. So suddenly it's like we have <laughs> other... Um, dark river there it's like it's like this major like battlefield almost but they've all sort of it's it's so hard to even explain how it occurs because it's an attack but it's attack within them on themselves but from an outside force do you know what i'm saying well forcing memory them to explains it because she's able to like she has this like almost like homing beacon on people size who have like this darkness within them yeah and so she almost has like a, a she has like second. a little bit of a split second mm -hmm. where Warning. she recognizes yeah. something's about to go down before it goes down mm -hmm. and she hears yuri the arrow who she's been befriended basically like cry out and then his his inner psychic voice is cut off yeah. and so like her and alexi run and she's looking and they're trying to see a danger like there's no physical danger and the arrows are turning their weapons on themselves and that's yeah. what actually happened to yuri yeah. instead of aiming at a sign mm -hmm. um, instead of aiming at an e which is what this this person wanted the arrows to do like they're trying they're influencing the arrows um Yuri last minute turned the gun on himself. Yes. And so that, that's what's happening. And they're finally, finally memories like it's the arrows. You have to knock out the arrows. So like the arrows yeah. start knocking out each other. Like they're like decommission the weapons. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a very harrowing experience because it's like, you know, obviously it's not them. They are the protectors. But like what happens whenever the protectors are like you're not safe around them? Like it's insane. Melina yeah. is just a genius. It's just But I oh, can totally so see sad. the scene so clearly. She's really good at um describing these kinds of scenes, you know, that where there's a lot going on, but there's a, a lot going like in the internal point of view of memory and then what's going on all around them. It's all happening super fast. Mm -hmm. I just love, I love these scenes. Not, I mean, they're tragic, obviously, but I just think Nalini Singh does such a good job of these action sequences like this, where it could be she really does. confusing, but and she made us care clear. about one of the people who, you know, is 
very close to death at this point. Like Yuri, yeah. there's no, there's no, you know, brain activity at this point, but memory is just like not ready to let him go. Aiden, the leader of the arrows is just like, you know, basically there's no hope, but like, we won't, we won't unplug him because mm-hmm. we know people care about him. Right. And this has a devastating effect on memory though, because she feels like it's her fault. Like she's the reason she's like the catalyst. Like they must be after her, you know what I'm saying? And so she's basically just feeling like she's the cause of everything. And like Alexi is always there to just be like, absolutely not. Like you're not Mm -hmm. blaming yourself for a psychopath actions. Like that. He even tells her, he's like, you need to get your head examined if that's what you think or whatever. (laughs) Because he's always looking for ways. Like, that's how he jolts her out of these, like, melancholy feelings. Yeah. He's always, you know, there to, like, bite back at her. Yeah, he even says that. It's like, I'm going to bite you. Why do you say things like that? Like, it's so funny. And she's like, she she goes, (laughs) it's one of my favorite things. She goes, do not growl at me. I am crying right here. <laughs> it's so good. She's like, you can't growl at me when I'm crying. I know. But he knows <laughs> after out of it by her saying that. And it's yeah. just, I just really enjoy their interactions. I love how he just instinctively knows exactly what to do to help her and bring her back and comfort her. And it goes both ways too, because he, she gets him to open up. She, um, feels that he's sad whenever he gets his um, melancholy feelings as well about his brother. And she's like, I don't want him to hurt. And mm-hmm. she wants him to talk about, you know, what happened. Who is your brother? Talk about him. And it's just these beautiful scenes where they're connecting in between all of this action. Like, it's just so well-paced. There's, It's just amazing. The progress of their relationship, everything happens pretty fast. I would say that their relationship is more on, like, the insta-love scale, but it doesn't feel yeah. like it. Like, it doesn't feel out of place. It feels right. It feels Definitely. like it's meant to be. It's just meant to be, and that's the way it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. I mean, well, there was – um an instant connection because he was the one who saved her out of that freaking bunker you know what i mean like mm-hmm. she gravitated toward him but that's and then that's why he was like oh you know you should go and like meet other people or whatever but she does but that connection yeah. is never broken you know it just that was never yeah. you know at this point he starts calling her in his head you know my e like he's mm-hmm. so proud of his and that yeah. is a telling sign in the side changeling world that you know <laughs> he's found his mate and even though he's not you know acknowledging it on you know any real level that he's recognizing he's not recognizing it he will soon though because it's unavoidable at this point it's unavoidable unavoidable i do have to mention this thing happening in the background that he mentions once because he runs into a dark river um, soldier, whatever he's at the E compound, dropping off some treats for memory that Mm -hmm. um, Emmett's mother, who is the soldier is conducting research on rogues. And she reached out to Alexi and Alexi's like unwilling. Cause he's basically just like, what's the point? I don't want to know. We know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, Dr. Schaefer is her name. Dr. Schaefer, Mm -hmm. I think. Her first name's uh, Keely. I do remember that. Something but, like um, that. 
but she wants to, you know, she has this test to see and Alexei is basically just unwilling because he's already like signed and sealed his fate. He's just like, it's going to happen. I don't want to think about it. But like, you know, that's one of the things that memory has to help him come to terms with is like, right. no. Let's go see what she says. You could provide new information. Like what's like what's going on? It's better to know. Like why would you not want to have all the information that she could have? Yeah, and that literally so. takes her the whole book before she gets him there. But <laughs> yeah, we Sorry. get him there though. We yes. get him there though. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> so there is some action though because um, Renault does capture this other girl, this E yes. child during the um. In exchange, he wants to right. have memory back. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he wants to exchange them. And so, um, of course, you know, that doesn't work. And I think what's what he doesn't know, Renault doesn't know, is that she has been, um, memories also had, has been trained by Sasha and has been building up her walls. And what she discovers, which I find is interesting, is that Renault is not even a very good um, like she should, like you said, she should have been able to block those easily, but because she was never taught, she always had the power, but she didn't mm-hmm. have the teaching. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very the strong, training. but you no, know, she was captured whenever she was eight. So there wasn't right. very much training on, you know, building proper shields. And now that she has them, you know, she's a power and she basically right. is just like, I am coming for you. Yes. So they and do, they do track crazy. Yeah, they do track and get the little girl back. And I think it's in Chinatown where they track them through. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when he, when Renault sees she's like surrounded by like shifters and wolves and stuff, he like takes off and, um, and leaves. Um, and so the girl is safe and all of that. But as they're leaving and like walking through Chinatown, I think it's, I don't know if, I'm pretty sure it's all in the same day where there's another attack by our mystery happened. guy. I think it happens in the same area, but I don't think it happens in the same day. Yeah. But let's talk about that because, yeah. again, she senses before anything happens. She senses this, the, you the know, mm-hmm. so crazy. And basically, they're following memory. Like memory has this like honing beacon on right. this hacker who's hell bent on attacking ease. And so they're, they're, um, they're after him, but we don't get him yet. Yeah. And there comes and, a point where this guy, he like comes to, and he's like, oh my God, I'm in Chinatown and, you know, yeah. San Francisco, like what the hell. And then he looks, he passes by this window and he sees, cause he's like, nobody's recognizing me. And so now we have this clue like, oh, so are you a recognizable person? Like, who are you? <laughs> right. He's, he's an important wearing, like, person. Yeah. Tech, like, like facial, like prosthetics on his face and stuff. And yeah. so it's just like, I'm dying at this point to know. I who know. Me too. Is. Like, who is you know? this guy? And also we know it's, um, we know it's definitely unsettling on the signet because Caleb Krychek has gotten involved and he is like basically yeah. the chief of operations and keeping the signet together you know um since he's a dual cardinal he's always on the scene whenever like areas of the net are like experiencing a collapse because he can like physically like hold it together because he's so damn powerful yeah he's just so amazing i love caleb oh my god he's still Um, one of my favorites original bad boy pretty boy oh my god so still one of my favorites i love that one 
so, so cool. So as, you know, Alexi and Memory are growing closer together and um, their sexual relationship develops pretty fast after <laughs> this, you know, she's just like, I'm ready to experience yes. it all. And Alexi's just like, I can't fight it anymore, <laughs> you know? Okay. So but let's say we ha- – we have to say the whole scene was very reminiscent of Sienna and Hawk, I thought, in Absolutely. the best way, you know, where they go yeah. on a chase in the woods and it's like all moonlit and like, you know, I don't know. It just has that whole wolfy vibe. You know, his pack mates to like help her. <laughs> to um, help her, yeah. Her scent. <laughs> and yeah. So fun because Alexi, not only is he like, you know, he's like, oh, frustrated because he's not able to find her because his pack mates <laughs> are helping, but like it also brings him joy because he's like, oh my God, she's fitting in with all yes, my friends. You playing, know, what they're playing with her. And I just loved yeah. it from memory because she's never had any kind of connection no, to anyone, no you know, no because- friendships, nothing, you know in the way that she saw herself as a monster because the monsters mm-hmm. were attracted to her you know right. this is very important you know they're showing her that you know, we we accept you you know what i'm saying right. so right. i thought that, that was awesome absolutely just love their relationship i, I think this one of my favorite couples so let's talk about um first of all Renault's definitely tracked down. He gets his comeuppance. Um, <laughs> Renault is. I'm really. What? I'm just. I'm laughing. I know I shouldn't be laughing, but he's like literally twitchy because he is so withdrawing from like having access to memory or whatever, that transfer of energy. And it's like, he's literally like a junkie, you know, when he finally gets her. It is. So he ends up by capturing memory and um, he's trying to basically access her. Mm -hmm. Um, She has, she can fight back now, you know, Mm -hmm. on a psychic level and just like physically. And they're in this like dark warehouse and stuff. It's very just like cloak and dagger, but like he's not operating. Like Juliet said, he's not firing on all his cylinders because he's a junkie with drawing memory. And And he has to actually go buy some other kind of drug to calm himself down so that he can like basically break into her mind through her walls and stuff. And And that's how like Alexi, Alexi's able to track her not only through like, you know, asking people, you know, have you seen this person, whatever, but also because he lets himself like open up and like their mating bond snaps into place. Yes. And so he's like, able to like that. track where she's at. Um, mm-hmm. because it's almost like I love the way that Nalini Singh describes the mating bond. It's like this tether stretched taut mm-hmm. like between yeah. them on like yeah. a psychic level. And he's mm-hmm. able to like follow that. It's just oh, I just love it so much. And also the fact that memory is just like, you know, um she is more able to handle Renault like by herself, but she's also just like Alexi's coming, you know? Right, like, right. She feels well, she's like she's he could Alexi's still like coming. right. He could fit. She's like he could physically overpower me and kill me, but he's not going to do that because then you know he can't get like the energy junkie you know fix he needs, and so mm-hmm. she just keeps him talking, knowing she like she can since Alexi's drawing closer. So she's just like, oh, and how did this happen? And, you know, just like, it reminds me like of in the movies uh-huh. where you just lure the dumb villain. Just, just to keep talking. Yeah, keep just talking. Tell me, about your, tell me about your evil plan. Yeah, keep tell talking. Me the plan and how are you so wonderful <laughs> and I'm so weak and whatever. Yeah, please tell me more about that. Um, <laughs> it's so true and it's so perfect. <laughs> it was, it's awesome. 
So it works, it, it works out perfectly. Judd is with Alexi and she distracts him love long enough for um, Judd to snap in, in into this like whatever warehouse or whatever. Um, and yeah, he, yeah. He, he's a very powerful um, TK size. Oh. So he's able to teleport yeah. um, Alexi in there and, you know. And so, like, absolutely, just like, kill for now. Them. No. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> See, this is another reason I love Nalini Singh. She gives me my bloody ending for the villain, which is what I like. You know, I like them to die yes, peacefully. Exactly. They never, they never come out on top because <laughs> the the changelings have their own version of justice. Yeah. Basically, they just have jurisdiction. You know, yeah. Yeah. and they're able to deal with people who wrong them in a very final manner and nobody yeah. can say shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> we, awesome. we like it. Quick we justice. like it a lot. We do very much. Exactly. Um, Caleb, the very scary, scary, but sexy Caleb Krychek. Yes. His, yes. um, his wife. Well, I guess just his mate. He's not a, he's not a changeling, but they have a very visceral connection just like changelings do. Sahara is very smart and she's part of like the ruling coalition. And she notices this pattern that whenever she's looking on the psychic plane, she notices that the net, the psi net that keeps all the psi alive, that's slowly breaking down around them. Something's happening around memory's mind where memory is accessing the net. Something's happening. And so right. they bring in leader of the ease which is ivy jane like look at this mm-hmm. look what she's doing like she's making it stronger what's going on and so they yeah. approach they approach memory and be like can you like go onto the net and like try to talk to the dark mind which <laughs> i love the whole thing like, dark mind and net mind. i love she's like how do i how do i talk to him like just say hi can i talk to you yeah like just, like, just say that <laughs> that's what happened I love whenever they talk. I kind of like miss it because at this point, the dark net and the net mind, they're kind of like together. Almost yeah. Unverbal at this right, point. Right. And they used to like converse with like the sigh. And, they just and like now they're not. Yeah. I kind of miss them. I'm just like, no, don't go away. Yeah. Like, I really, I really yeah. want it. But anyway, um, so basically the net mind's able to show Ivy like you can help the net. And she, um, she describes it as she sees the cracks in the net where it's breaking apart and she scrubs it. But then she like comes out of it and she talks to Caleb and she's like, you know, it's just so hard. Like I only did this little bitty, you know, area of the net and I'm tired already. And he was like, no, you like cleared this whole huge area. Like to you, it looked like a very small area in your mind, but you just like basically repaired this huge section of the net. Like, wow. The funniest thing to me, I know the funniest thing to me was like memory um, asked the net, like, you know, what am I? And it showed a picture of her like scrubbing a wall. She goes, I'm scrubbing walls. Like, <laughs> what, I'm a cleaning lady. What are you saying? I'm cleaning the walls of a shower. Thanks. That's great. <laughs> She's like, it's filtered. I know. It was so, but it was so cute. But yeah. It and- was. I just love it. Like, can you see some pictures? Yeah, the net is like almost like a child sometimes like child. A super intelligent uh-huh. child i love the communication like you said it's so cute and um and again that's true she comes out and caleb once again she realizes how powerful she is and how important she is what she never knew 
you know, she never understood that all she thought was that she was the psychopath whisperer her entire life. It's like relearning who she really is, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, exactly. So- I really do love it because her psychopath whisper abilities are a really passive part of who she is. Right. And all of a sudden now she's actually discovered her true abilities. And like, I love it. Sasha names her like, we don't have anybody else with this designation. Um, so we're going to call it E Sigma. Um, huh. so that's you and you're like the only one of your kind that we know of so far, like you're unique and you're integral. You might save the Cyanet, you know, but of course, yeah. since she's only one person, the net's so huge. It's, it's hard for her to be able to, you know, everyone account on her to go f- repair all the net. It's impossible. All right. they can do is hold it until they find like some other solution. Like they're trying so hard to find anything they can to repair the net. And uh, also, if you want some more information on this, go read the next book, Alpha Knight. It's really good. And we get some more insight about it. But <laughs> I won't talk about that. I won't talk about that. But because we still have one more mystery to uncover. Right. So this segues into our mystery guy who has been like falling to these fugue states and causing mayhem among all the Psy. Um, we find out that his name is Pax and he has a twin sister, Theo. And we get this brief backstory of how twins could harmonize to basically. I it's like love it. On it's not just twins, level. though. Yeah, it if wasn't just remember, twins. These two harmonized together. Could only They could only use this power as one, if that makes sense. Yes. When they, you if know. you remember. In Dev Devraj Santos's book with yeah. Katarina, yeah. um, the children that uh, Ashaya Aline takes care of, her son um, Keenan and his friend Noor, yeah, they have tangent ability. Um, I forget what what it doesn't really have a name. I think, um, but. It, they work in harmony. They harmonize. Right. They call it and harmony. They have exactly. like this new this new ability that it, they work together and they can do something miraculous. They end up by healing this woman in the book. These children they heal this woman who is brain dead. Right. So there's this like crazy ability going around there. It's very rare. I love the throwback. I, next gen, I better see some Keenan and Noir because they're like just, you know, that they're meant to be together. But oh, anyway, yeah. oh, so yeah. let's talk about how Pax reveals himself. Well, okay. So Pax basically appears in front of Aiden, one of the, um, the arrows and basically they know each other they know each other well and he basically said well pax marshall another throwback marshall yeah his dad used to be one of the counselors on the original original. died because kayla basically killed him but yeah (laughs) so he's like yeah he's the son of this political leader Mm mm-hmm his family is familiar to us, but he's kind of a new character for us at this point. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, so he's very much part of the Psy aristocracy. They say that quite mm-hmm. clearly. And actually, they, they talk about him being very handsome. I really love this Pax character. I would love to see him get a story because... Guys, the, the, <sighs> I'm ready for Pax's story. Yes! So let's talk about... Before we get into Pax being a potential story, the thing that really solidifies like he could be hero worthy is that he approaches Aiden and basically says 
I'm the cause. Like yeah. I'm the person who's been attacking. Yeah. I'm the person who's been attacking. And he said, he's, but he's like, but I, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to um kill myself soon, basically. Cause I can feel the madness is going to overtake me, but I want to help Yuri, the one who is basically brain dead, has been comatose since um, that attack. He's like, I can help him with my twin, Theo. So he approaches Aiden and he says, um, he said, I'm too intelligent to make an enemy of the squad. I wasn't conscious whenever I was doing this. Right now I'm saying that I may be able to help you, but. And Aiden says, what's in it for you? And he says, I need help from the dark E, talking about memory. He wants to see if touch, if like memory has an effect on him, like makes him sane. And he does say, if this fails, my only option is, you know, a smoothly executed, executed suicide. Yeah. I won't take. Theo down with me. She's already suffering bad migraines and nosebleeds. So that's yeah. why he's hurting yeah. his skin. Yeah. When, mem- when memory um, first touches them, the other thing that she recognizes is that he cares for his twin. And so she realizes there is goodness in this guy. He's not like Renault. He's wrong. There's something wrong inside of him, but he's not a psychopath. But when she, she basically does the transfer like she would have with Renault, it instantly brings him back to himself like saneness it's like a jolt of and washes away that dark madness or whatever that was trying to like edge into him you Mm -hmm. know and they quickly realize um she basically says let your twin know or you know your twin will know when you need another dose basically she he's going to need doses but he can stay completely sane you know, mm-hmm. as long as he's treated. As long as it's like hits from memory, which right. this is the thing. Whenever the Psy Council was still the leaders of the Psy world, um, they kept a lot of things secret. And this yeah. is one of the secrets. Exactly. The, they call it Project Scarab. So mm-hmm. they figured out that some of these Psy, whenever they had access to emotion – experienced like a huge influx in like a secondary like ability and it's almost like a siren call that the scarab like inside of them like calls them to like use it but it's very destructive like it's right. it's impossible to control and so under silence whenever they weren't you know experiencing emotions that was all controllable but now that pax you know is connected in the honeycomb network that is now a part of the sci network he's unable to control it and he goes into these fugue states states because the part of him and the scarab part i guess you would consider it the scarab part of him like right. wants to come out like right. his you know almost like his evil side not evil but like destroy this, or whatever this mm-hmm. part of him that like crazy power mm-hmm. is wants to take over but like by having memory basically give give him a dose right he's able to stay sane i always found it interesting like in the different um scenes where we had his point of view it felt like the scarab part of him it saw it saw the ease as a threat and so it was like a defense mechanism more than an attack for the thrill of kill you know killing like a psychopath it was like it mm-hmm. was their defense mechanism we have to get rid of them because they're not good for us you know what i mean like that was, exactly. it was a rational rationale to at all there was like a method to the madness so to speak and that's what i thought was so different like you could tell pax was not evil and his darker side would was really just trying to defend itself how it thought 
proper, which was wrong, obviously, <laughs> you know, and right. so I just thought it was really cool how that came to be. And so now we're ready for Pax's story. Yes, we're ready for his HEA. We are ready. <laughs> and this is another thing that, you know, Nalini Singh introduces for us is these cases where people um, have this ability that's awakening in them. Um, and there's these like new abilities coming about after this. And so it's like, it's intriguing because she always can keep things like new and interesting. And I find Mm -hmm. that phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's so many books in the series that I'm still, you know, begging for more. I'm like, what about this story? What about this? (laughs) Well, and then I didn't even think about, what about Yuri? She's brought Yuri, Yuri yes. waking up. He needs his HEA. Like, could totally see that in an anthology. <laughs> and he was asking, you know, memory, like, what do you think I should do? I think another arrow's interested in me, but I have no experience. It's like, it was just so I don't know how to cute. date it was. It was so cute. <laughs> it it is so cute. So now that Yuri is cured, maybe we yeah. will get his Oh, my gosh. His HEA. Yeah. Nalini just you needs know? to keep writing the side changeling her- series, like, forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I will totally be here to buy all of them. So anyway. <laughs> all right, showdown. This, yes, let's do a showdown. And mine is pretty easy. Mine is the chase and the romp in the woods, sex in the woods. Mm. That was mm. mine. Loved it. Loved I it. I love that. It was playful, so playful. playful and hot. And I just, you know, it to me it's the yeah. epitome of why I love the um Psy Changeling series so much. You know, that just whole aura of fun, sexy, whatever. And, you know, there was a little edge of danger, even in the chase. I thought it was kind of cool and mysterious and fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, playing in the woods. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it, but it sounds really fun. Whatever you read maybe about it. Maybe if Alexi was chasing you, you might. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. So my showdown scene was actually whenever Alexi was courting memory against his better judgment <laughs> whenever he was delivering the sneakers to her and then delivering mm-hmm. the the sweets that he wanted her to eat and she was giving them away because she was just like no you can't push me away and then you know also make sure that i'm thinking about you yeah. you told me to go to another man like go find somebody who i could have a relationship with and but also, you just keep inserting yourself into my life. Like, that's not how it works. So <laughs> I loved how she reacted to it. And she was just giving it away. Like, here you go. I love like, it. Here. So I good. I don't want this. And I love how, because I think this is one of the, this is why I love the books in this series that involve changelings. Not that I don't like the sci-sci relationships, but you really miss out on this very playful community. Because yeah. everyone's in on it. Everyone's like teasing Alexi, like, oh, I heard you're a big wolfy chicken. You know, I heard her call you that. And then yeah. everybody's refusing to take the treats from memory. I mean, like, no, we, we're, we've we been basically warned, threatened by a certain wolf that we cannot, <laughs> cannot take it. Them. Like, yeah. so it's just like, it's interfering, but in a cute way. Mm-hmm. And I just really love the community. And yeah. I, I just like how mer- memory handles him. It's mm-hmm. just, it's I knew you would love all that. It. I knew you would love all that part. Like, as soon as I was reading, I was like, oh, Justin must be eating this shit up. Like, you know, <laughs> it was. It's so good. It's a great book. Great, great book. If not read Alpha Night, which is the next book in the series, the most recent edition. It just came out um, last month. It is so awesome. 
it's different. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to like give some spoilers. Um, but we definitely move across country. We're not with like familiar um, changeling groups, but I definitely enjoyed it. It is an awesome. arrow in a changeling. So, oh, yeah. Very cool. Love very it. cool. I won't spoil anything, but it's <laughs> awesome and you should definitely go read it. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be discussing Fighting Destiny by Amelia Hutchins. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Nice better with a little H E A.